Now we are recording. Hello, and welcome to the Rabbit Hole Show. I have a very g special guest today from Let's Talk Sport. Dan, how are you? Yeah, thanks for coming on. This is actually the first podcast I've done, so um, thanks for having me. Ah, it's, it's a pleasure having you, and I must say congratulations on the new house. How do you feel having a, a brand new house? You must have freedom and independence now. Uh, yeah, um, it's somewhat of a milestone. As you probably know yourself, when you're disabled, housing is, there's certain things you don't have options to, mm -hmm. um, what other people do. I mean, um, just adaptions, what you need done, and also private landlords sometimes don't want to rent to disabled people. This is so true. I've had this trouble myself. It's taken me um, 40 looks of different houses or flats, and they've all been like um, not very accessible for someone in a wheelchair. So it's really hard finding the right place. But I'm really happy for you, and um, I saw one picture of like uh, a stairlift, so it must be really nice to have all that for you. Yeah, it is. I mean, um, since last August, I've been bed bound because mm. my mobility got worse in the heat, and it just never recovered. So, um, part of the reason why I moved was to have a stairlift because where I was at. One, we weren't allowed any adaptions, but two, the walls were too thin. So, um, just uh, the normal pleasure of going downstairs and having a cup of tea to watch the TV is like a luxury now. I know. It's these little things that are like big things for us, yeah, that, that people take for granted. So, like, yeah. just having a cup of tea is like hard work. For certain people, I've, I still have it um, tough trying to get a cup of tea now and then. Right, I've moved in myself to a new place, and it's you get a lot of you get more freedom. I believe you're more independent. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's really ten years in the making. Even <laughs> the houses, what I have got, we had to pay to even get the landlord to consider us six months in advance which really yeah. does have an effect on your quality of life because anyone even anyone has a normal life who can pay six months in advance not many people exactly and if you're on disability benefits you don't have that much money to spend yeah i yep. had to spend six months just to get a place so it's really hard and they have to make yeah, it more accessible as in financially as well i agree i mean any disabled people that's listening to this i really do advise them to look into shared ownership because that is one route what you can do because yes obviously it's not a conventional mortgage but you own part of the house and then you pay the rent on the other bit and at least then you have that house what is yours forever as long as you keep up with the payments obviously. 
Oh, that sounds very nice. And do you have a garden? Uh, yeah, we have a garden which um, could be another avenue because my old house uh, path was, for want of a better word, had potholes sort of things in and that. So yeah. when my legs shake whenever I walk, so obviously that's not an option. But mm -hmm. at this place, in the nice weather, I'll be able to sit outside and um, get some fresh air. Are you going to do any gardening? Uh, no, definitely not. But huh? um, <laughs> I will. Uh, it although it has a garden, it doesn't have what you call garden. It's all lawn and path. But yeah. I'm fine with that because I, that's what I prefer to have anyway. I'd like to talk about your podcast and why did you decide to start one in the first place? Well, um, what really was it? I had had an itch for a while to do something, whether it's YouTube or podcasting, and I'm stuck in my house all the time anyway, and sport hasn't, when you're off that, sport has a, a sort of more importance to you so yeah it's a natural thing to talk about and i like to think i'm fairly well informed on most sports so and apart from that i wanted to build a community where people could come and discuss sports in the comments or whatever i set up and Although we might not agree on all subjects, I want the community to be, well, just because that's your opinion, that's not the only opinion. So exactly. we invite, um, shall we say, debates, but it's not, I hate this sort of social media craze what says, well, because it's my opinion, if you don't agree with it, then you're wrong. How do you know you're right, if that makes sense? I might be wrong, for instance, mm -hmm. about a subject. And um, I want to create that community. That's the biggest aim for the channel. Yeah, so I, I might, I, you might not agree with my opinions, and I might not agree with your opinions, but that's the whole point of opinions, isn't it? Really, yeah. definitely. I mean, that's why I have a lot of different fans on my channel because wouldn't it be boring for instance although i'm a west ham fan i don't just want west ham fans on my channel because well if someone's of the same opinions you all the time yeah. that really is a boring conversation or content whatever you'd like to call it exactly that's how i i feel about talking about sports in particular football you know i I've, i have plenty of people that don't agree with me and stuff and they're they're like man united fans and some do agree with me as well so it's good to be diverse as well i feel yeah i agree and that's what i like just even we cover a lot of sports but just with the football my aim is to have one fan of every club um who's come on and then every time west ham plays them for instance i'll do an opposition preview so then you're sort of covered for every outlook for the whole league that's excellent is i have you got any plans for your channel um for the future or near future 
lots of plans. We've recently just started, so I about three or four weeks ago started doing interviews with. I've resolved to also, as well as interviews, do sort of weekly shows of different sports, whether it's football, NFL, basketball, and just last week I launched a. It's a roundup of the Premier League, but my co-host is ex crew striker Rodney Jack. So that's, I think, interesting to have an ex-pro along the ride with you. That's excellent. Is there a sport you haven't touched on you would like to include on your show? Well, I'm pretty inclusive with a lot of things. I have got plans to do... Um, I'm going to start a monthly hockey show. Now, hockey isn't my favourite sport. I mean, a lot of my knowledge of hockey, ice hockey, comes from watching the Mighty Ducks movies. But um, <laughs> You might uh, need a, a bit lot... more than that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but um, one of the people I had who's he's actually a freelance cameraman for um, NBC, what does a lot of shows? He's a big wow. hockey fan, so I'm going to sort of present it, but leaning on his expertise because he enjoyed coming on for the interview and he wanted to become more involved. I've been looking at, at your channel and it's, it's like rocketed. You've got lo- lots more subscribers and listeners. I, w- I want to know are there any tips you could give a YouTuber that's beginning their journey? My biggest thing is um, I look at every interview to try and gain one sub, so that's what I try and do and be diverse. I mean, um, and what I've tried to do is people, what I get on with, what's looking to get into that game, create a show with them. Like I had, um, I guess, what runs a sports energy drink, um, company and now we've started doing an NFL show so my biggest tip is if you connect with someone then ask them if they want to come back and do something because the more constant content you can have the more people will respond because if you have a little bit of everything then you're, it opens up your demographics if that makes sense do you believe in um posting more videos or less depending on the content i think the more content the better because it just gets out there if especially with everyone being home at the moment if you limit the um amount of content you're making they might go elsewhere. I think if you have the biggest variety you can, that should help. You have an impressive resume of sports and export stars on your show. My question would be, is there someone you would love to interview and why? Um, well, really, I guess one of my aims would be um have some sort of ex West Ham player. Although I love all sports, West Ham was my first love when it comes to sports. And um it's interesting what player really any would be okay with uh me, but I guess a player 
he wouldn't be on the list for most uh, West Ham fans, but one of the strikers I loved most growing up was uh, Paul Kitson because he saved West Ham just before, just as I was starting to understand football. Mm-hmm. So um, he was a player I always admired, and another one I guess would be Joe Cole. Oh, Joe Cole. Why Joe Cole? Um, Again, he's probably the most talented player I've seen come through at West Ham now. He maybe didn't do as much with that talent, but in some of that is, I believe certain managers didn't know how to use him, like Jose Mourinho wasn't, although a fantastic manager, he wasn't the best manager to have him because he's very much Mm -hmm. stringent, on his systems and Joe Cole, a player like Joe Cole is you've almost got to let the training wheels come off and um, sort of let him do almost what he wants. Exactly. He used to score lots of goals against Liverpool as well, I remember. <laughs> so he was a nightmare for us. But playing for us, he wasn't as good for some reason. Maybe we didn't play him in the right position because he did get injured quite a bit for us. Yeah, that blighted him wherever he went. He's one of those players, what you think, what is if. And he definitely, um, I think his talent was far more than what he did. But then if you look at the medals, what he won, it's an impressive resume. How um I thought you'd mentioned Decanio somewhere there, but um I do Decanio's up there for one of the best players we've had. I don't necessarily agree with some of his one politics and two um even though that's the reason why West Ham got him, I didn't love him pushing over ref and from me. Yes, you do want them to be good at sport, but I also, more than anything, want to fall in love with the character of the sportsman. So um, that's what I respond to. If they're high character people, then that makes me want them to do well with their performances. If exactly. That makes so as a player, he was great. You, you rate him highly, but. To interview, I would say you you probably wouldn't, would you, De Canio? No, I don't. From what I know, I don't think he'd agree anyway. Um, I listened to um, the ex-West Ham employee podcast, and he's the biggest West Ham podcast out there. And he spoke about he can't get in unless he pays an astronomical fee. So I don't think he would agree to it and in some ways that sums up sort of some of my issues with him because I understand obviously they're providing a service but at the same time um, for fans what gave him a lot of love he could appear on some of these shall we say bigger podcasts I'm not talking about mine but obviously the bigger ones (laughs) just to give something back. Are there any players that are not alive now you would have loved to interview? 
Um, well, at the top would be Bobby Moore, as it would be for mm-hmm. most West Ham fans, I think. Why would that be? Um, just his, well, he was a fantastic player, but his sheer leadership irradiated mm-hmm. what I think it was to be a leader, in my opinion. I would agree with that, definitely. What got you into supporting um, West Ham? Well, um, really, it was the first game I watched on TV was Manchester United, West Ham, and I didn't want to support Manchester United because they was winning everything, (laughs) you know. Um, I didn't want to be a glory hunter. I'm with all my teams, and it shows, like, no matter what the sport, I want to be part of something as you build it up, not, oh, they're already champions, and oh, it's another cut. It's sort of, I believe the pleasure is in the journey, not necessarily even winning it. It's building it up. You wouldn't have gone any lower then. I'll stick with West Ham. That's my, I don't want to go too low here. Yeah. 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 Basically. (laughs) But West Ham, they've really hit off this season and their league position shows it. I wonder what has improved in their game plan. What has improved? Um, even though he got it completely wrong last week, I think Moyes is a big factor of it. I mean, a lot of the players are the same, and someone, a clear example for someone like Aaron Friswell, who looked like he had one foot out the door, he looked like his legs had gone, and the fan base was ready to turn on him. Mm-hmm. Now, He's looking like, in my opinion, he's unlucky not to be in the conversation for the England squad, particularly when you think of some of the players in there in his position. So, but what Moyes has done is he's smart enough to know his legs has gone. So sometimes he plays him as the left centre back of the three, but when he doesn't, Declan Rice he tells to drop back whenever Criswell goes forward and he almost plays as an extra centre back until Preswell comes back so he sort of enables his players to slot in for weaknesses every player has their weakness but a manager's job is to identify that weakness and sort of non-avoid it if that makes sense no, that makes perfect sense. Um, are there any players that have improved and impressed you this season? Um, probably one of the biggest players what I feel has impressed me. He wasn't at us last season, but Dawson has impressed a lot. I wasn't of the bandwagon of a lot of fans. Oh, he's gone down two times with other teams. Mm-hmm. So he's a bad player because just because your team goes down, that makes you a bad player. But I looked at him as someone what would be fourth choice, could do a job in a sort of emergency. But he has almost irradiates what Moyes wants from his players toughness, gritty, does a job. And if there's a 50 50 challenge, 
you would back him just on sheer desire. I would I would definitely agree with that. Are there any players uh, you would like to, uh, them to buy or look into? Um, well, really, for me, it's all about strikers, just because that's for one weak point. A lot of fans are dreaming of Tony, which I like him as a player, and I think he is would fit their system almost perfectly. But if Brentford come up, they're not going to sell him, and if they don't come up, I think other team, there's going to be so many teams that I've said to a few people almost <laughs> the perfect person would be Tammy Abraham from Chelsea just because I think they want him out and if you have him next to Antonio you can sort of rotate the two cover for Antonio's injury and he is a young player and I think you could get him for maybe 20 moving so He's someone what I've looked at, what I think is realistic, but would get you recover you need for Antonio. So I would say he would improve the team, and it would get it would give him better, more chances in the side as well. Because I don't know why I don't know why Chelsea are not playing him as much though. He's actually a really good player. So, well, it's the sort of situation is I never I don't ever think he was going to be a long-term fixture at Chelsea mm -hmm. but he'd improve West Ham um, not like obviously there's a difference between West Ham and Chelsea so um, whereas he's um, only so-so for Chelsea for West Ham he's almost ideal and the sort of profile what they need to sign and we got to remember we don't need him to start every game because there's Antonio so you can sort of have an open competition and whoever's hot at that particular time plays. Oh, definitely. Would you say West Ham will continue to improve if they um, add these players or do they need I, them at the moment? I um, think to continue growing, what they need to do is make Dingard's um, line permanent, which I think they will do. From everything what I understand from West Ham sources, what are normally right, he has pretty much made it clear that he only wants to join West Ham. So if we make that permanent and some sort of striker, I think the only real position what's imminently important is cover and centre midfield. And I've got a hunch that might be. Um, the centre midfielder from Sheffield United what's our contract I forget is Lundstrom that's it yeah, I just it. have a <laughs> feeling he's someone what because there's no cover for Rice and Suchek so you don't need a starter you need someone who can start if that makes sense that makes perfect sense definitely do you reckon West Ham will get into Europe I think they'll get into Europe, but I think they can get in the top four, but they need everything to go right for them. If they can't get into Europe, because I think Chelsea will continue to be consistent and do well. I think my gut tells me Leicester and Manchester United will be the two other teams in the top four, but 
if either Manchester United return back to their poor form or I think the most likely thing is because Leicester are struggling with injuries and they've somehow found a way. But if that injury list continues, mm-hmm. they it's sort of between Leicester and West Ham in my opinion. And if not, I think West Ham will be more than likely fifth and sixth just because a lack of depth could cost us in the running. That does concern me a bit. What teams are you worried about? That um, could, that could um, sort of dent uh, West Ham getting into Europe. Yeah, it's pretty much. I um, obviously I view Leicester as a concern, and obviously um, Liverpool's in. It sounds crazy in their wheelhouse at the moment. Even Who knows with Liverpool? <laughs> yeah. um, uh, they sort of become their competition. I happen, I do think it'll be in Barnamirkel, West Ham, and Liverpool in those sort of Europa League spots. Yeah, I'm not sure how Liverpool are going to do if they're going to get into the Champions League, but we I will see. To win it almost, if that yeah, makes I know. sense. I know, we have to win it to get into it again. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. It's easy. So, a few more questions to go. I was wondering, yeah, what would be the score against Liverpool? West Ham, uh, Liverpool. Playing at the moment or when Liverpool is. No, playing at the moment, how they. Would you reckon um, the score? Um. I think there'll be one goal in it either way. Uh, um, the moment, I just because they're my team, I would back West Ham two one. But I'm sure you would be of another opinion. But if I was a Liverpool fan, I know they've started to show a bit of recovery. It's just that defence. What concerns me. Um, I actually, as I spoke to you last time, I think Nat Phillips is a very good centre half. But um, is it uh, Kubiak or Quebec? Yeah, Quebec. Quebec. Um, he um, concerns me. I understand he's had a couple good games in the last week or two, but he looked against. I believe it was Leicester. He looked. Um, I don't want to say like a donkey, but he sort of played like it. So yeah, yeah. I, we've had a load of donkeys opinion. playing at the moment. That's the trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it's just um, they're trying to fit into the side, I suppose. But it's good that we've got two centre-backs now. Fabinho's in um, defensive midfielder now. And Thiago can go up a little, which helps yeah. our team. But I think Thiago needs to stop um, fouling. He's but, a good player, but yeah, he is. I don't. I don't think he fits your system too well. Yeah, I think because of our system at the moment, he can't fit in well well enough, and his position has changed, so it's quite hard for him. He's trying to be like Fabinho, like get getting in on the tackles, but he's getting it wrong. Yeah, but I feel like Fabinho will help that. 
we can only see. So if that, if we got that similar side, I reckon we might beat West Ham. I, I don't know. I have I have no idea at the moment. Is that or a draw? Yeah, I, I do think it'll be close. Um, I mean, when we played you recently, that was the worst we've played in a long time. And if West Ham played to their standards, I would back them against anyone. But if we're not, um, if they sort of are a bit off their game, they're not good enough players to win against such sides. They need to... Um, it's desire what wins them and hard work, right? But I, I do reckon West Ham will continue to get better and better. Yeah. And I think the the managers, what is needed for the club. Yeah, I agree. So, I must say, thank you for being our guest. It was a pleasure. Is there anything else you want to add? Like, you want to mention, let's... Uh, talk sport maybe promote uh, it well um check us out a bit at let's talk sports and we're always looking for new listeners and we've got a lot of things coming up like fantasy football coming up when the new season starts which will be cash prizes and other things oh what kind of uh what kind of um cash would that be um, well, for on Gamorana Fantasy Football All Sports, and we're looking at two fifty plus a signed shirt with football. We're looking at it would be someone at the top level, someone like De Bruyne. Um, obviously, the new season's a bit away, but I've got quite a good contact. What can get memorabilia? Just we feel if you get someone like that, that the values and can grow and the cash itself is a good prize in itself and they'll for the second and third place they'd likely be we're looking at 150 pounds just so there's something in it and we'll also have a group chat so all the users can sort of interact with us and each other oh, that sounds excellent my last question, okay? This is the most important question of the night. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Do you prefer coffee or tea? Tea, because I can't stand coffee. <sighs> what? I d no, I do love tea. I do love my tea. I'm, I'm actually drinking tea at the moment. so. But I have drunk coffee. What's so bad about coffee? I don't... I... I'm not afraid to make I've tried a Deca palette. I think it's just the strength of it. I, I've never been able to stand it, but there's nothing. I can't do anything in a day until I've had my first cup of tea. The best way to start a day. Yeah, because we can't start a day without a hot beverage, can we? No. So what I'll do, I'm going to put a link in the description of your channel and tell everyone to go over there and because okay, yeah, it's it's a great sports channel that's it i will yeah. say goodbye and yeah, i will see you next time yeah and thanks for having me <laughs> it's a pleasure okay. goodbye all okay yeah bye